Uh, I'm looking forward to the game. Glad we get back on the field again this week after a bye week. Uh, last week, we took advantage of the time off and then try to get some guys, um, you know, healthier, but also get get work on our conditioning still and make sure that we're ready to roll this weekend when we play North Alabama. Um, we're able to get some corrections, that some mistakes that, they, that we saw and some things that we can do better as a team and in all our phases, all three phases. Um, and... Uh, Corrections made, and we feel like we're in a good spot right now. And looking forward to a a physical and tough practice this afternoon. So, with that being said, excited about the matchup with North Alabama, well coached team, and uh, you know they're coming here to Provo and, and looking forward to playing them and and trying to get in a position where we can perform at our best. So, any questions you guys have, I'll take. All right, let's go with Jared Lloyd, then Mitch Harper, and then Jay Drew. Kalani. I'm sure you've seen all the news as far as all the spikes going with the with COVID-19 and the impact it's had on college football. How are you guys doing in that regard? You've said, you know, over the last month that you've been doing really well. Just wondered how uh, what the update was there. Yeah, I mean, I think we're still doing good. Looking at our, our situation compared to others, and, and I think right now, you know, we're, we're no different than a lot of other places except for the numbers aren't as high. I applaud our players being smart and trying to, do everything they can. I'm not saying that no one else is smart. It's just that this thing is unpredictable. So they're doing as much as they can and um, stay away and social distance, wear masks, all those things. Uh, there's still some that, that, that contract it and, and uh, we have to go with the, the right protocols and make sure that they are quarantined and that we do a good job of making sure that we eliminate the uh, issues that come along with contact tracing, which I imagine, I don't know all the details, but I imagine that seems to be the biggest issue with a lot of the other teams. And so uh, we can keep our numbers low. And, and if not, you know, if, if guys are out, then they're out. We have to play with our depth. And uh, that's just another part of the game for us this year. And that, that we're no different than everyone else. So I think there's a there's not one team that can say they're going into the each game uh, 100% healthy because of COVID. So um, you know, we'll just have to adjust and just thankful for the opportunity that we have to play the game. So that's... That's got to be our primary focus. You've talked a gratitude. lot about, Kalani, you've talked a lot about that gratitude aspect with this being, you know, the Thanksgiving season. Is it even a stronger, you know, just, just the, the Thanksgiving holiday? Does that mean even more this year just because of all that gratitude that you've focused on for the last few months? Well, I think the, that, that part of it is just we have Thanksgiving. And it's like one of those moments where it allows you to kind of reflect on what you're thankful for. Uh, that That's kind of forced upon us early, you know, and when, when uh, probably since March. And so I think this, this season, uh, this Thanksgiving is going to be a little different where people have been, that's been a little bit more on their minds that we don't take things for granted uh, as much as we did before. And, and so uh, it's a good reminder for us and possibly good to, to have that gratitude and something that you probably carry on from, from here on out and, and uh, try to stay humble enough to, to appreciate, you know, the people and, and the wonderful things that you have around you. So that that's, I think it's going to be something that's going to help us, but it's it's not unique to us. It's it's uh, what everybody gets to get to gets to enjoy, and, and I hope we we never forget. Kalani, during the bye week, uh, did your team uh, continue the 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 three tests per week in regards to COVID? And how optimistic are you that the game will be played this Saturday against North Alabama? Yeah, we're still keeping up with our testing and and um, still following the protocols that our sports medicine department leads us with and. Uh, in the meantime, we, you know, we make the proper adjustments to what our state 
officials and governments telling us and and uh you know these guys uh say in our program and everyone here has, has done a good job of, of adapting to whatever happens and so uh whatever they say uh, we've played games with fans with no fans with um you know on the road and things like that and there's just it's an education uh issue for all of us we're still learning as we go and i feel like we've got a jump start on everything our players understand a little bit more now um especially since that that army week you know where that game was was uh postponed and so or canceled and so we're, we're still um so the fact that we were able to get those seven games in a row i applaud everyone in, in on the campus and administration and our sports medicine department and our, our people in the program uh, taking the initiative and trying to be um, as safe as possible. And that needs to continue now. We, you know, when we're having a situation where we're not playing a lot of games right now, we're, we've had our first buy uh, that's on our schedule, you know, and, and now we have a game. So I think we handled the buy really well and had the guys go through the whole testing protocol and everything. And, and we'll just keep rolling as we go and then make sure that we stay on top of everything and educate our guys even more on, on how to be safe and how to uh, do things the right way. And is there any concern from, from you to, uh, to have this many bye weeks uh, at the end of the season, only two games in the last six weeks? Uh, I mean, is that something that, that you don't mind or how, how do you feel about that? Well, this whole season's different, so... Uh, my feelings are we're going to be ready to play every week. That's that's what I'm going to prep our team to be. So uh, regardless, we have a game scheduled that weekend or not, we'll, we will be ready for a game every weekend. Lonnie, the, uh, the Pac-12 has a policy that if you fall below 53 available scholarship players, you can't play different. You have to have seven offensive linemen, different numbers like that. Does your program have any of those threshold numbers established? that you have to meet? Yeah, we have some, something that's similar. Um, I think for us, we've, we, you know, we've done a lot of cross training, even with our O-line and D-line. So we have uh, a little bit more wiggle room and, and a little bit more um, opportunities to see guys at different positions. And so luckily we've been able to do that. That's kind of been our, our MO here is getting guys cross trained and, and, and teaching them football. So we, we've, we have guys that can play a lot of different positions and it's just a matter of them getting enough experience there. And I think we should be okay if, um, you know, if we ever need to get to our, we've had to work our depth, but if we ever need to get to uh, something like that, then I'm sure guys like Tyrus would love to play guard or running back or something like that. But I don't know. We'll just, we'll just keep doing it, teach our guys football and, and hopefully during that week, have our guys ready to play and, and, and contribute wherever they can. So can you give me the specific number of scholarship players that you need to have available to play? We need 11 to play on offense, 11 to play on defense, and 11 to play on special teams. So that's pretty much it. I, I'm not going to go here and give you all the things on guys that can play a lot of different positions because we have that too. So if there's enough to put on the field, we'll play. All right, let's take a question from Jason Shepard and Jacob Hatch. Kalani, how do you, or, or does how you gauge success or evaluate a game, how, how does that change um, based on the opponent in terms of facing a, a, a team from the FCS? Doesn't change. I mean, that, when you look at our, our ability to prepare and, and, and it, you know, part of that whole preparation is, is respecting your opponents. So I, I see some of the things 
that Chris Willis is doing as a head coach. And I think he's done some, I mean, uh, I know they're their own three, but if you look at what they've done in there and then you watch the film, like I have on, on all three phases, he prepares his guys the right way. He's had some really good mentors and he's been in North Alabama for a long time. It's a lot of pride in, in him, um, you know, them showing at their best and they've done some really good things. I mean, they've been competitive. Uh, they held an explosive offense like Liberty to seven points in the first half and were at 7-0 at halftime. And if you watch them, they haven't – I mean, that's that's the most points they've surrendered, and they lost 28-7. to um, But then you look at the other games, they haven't given up more than 28 points a game. And that's – I look at the schemes and the way that he teaches his guys, and they're, 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 they're uh, you know, really well coached and good schemes. They can be aggressive when they need to be, and then, and we have to – they have to have all of our attention. That's – that's that's no different than any other opponent that we've that we face. Our, our approach is going into this thing like we have to be at our best. We're assuming and 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 the way I look at their coaches, and the way I've seen them play, uh, and the way they start even the Southern Mississippi game, the way that they play their games, they're going to bring a lot of energy and they're going to be ready for this game. So we're gonna we're anticipating getting their best shot. You've heard this say me say this over and over again. But we need to make sure that they get ours as well. And so. Uh, with that being said, that's that's the whole preparation this week is to make sure that we're in a position to be at our best, and that we uh, respect our opponents, and then and uh, you know show them the the respect the game enough to show them that we we can come after them with the best that we got, all, everything that we got. Yeah, one other thing, I know that you faced a lot of teams this year that either BYU has never faced, or maybe those teams have never played in this part of the country. What, what has been the, the reception that you have got from these other teams that may be coming out here for the very first time, experiencing BYU for the first time? Have you been able to get any feedback in terms of how their experience has gone? And, and how much do you, do you go into making sure that their experience here is a positive one in terms of obviously away from the game and making sure that kind of stuff is, is good for them? Well, I mean, I trust the people that are here. I, I, don't, I don't really get into the uh... – you know, whether they already eat certain restaurants and, and spots like that with them. I don't, I'm, not, I, I'm not doing travel and tourism and trying to find out how to make their stay more comfortable. I think most of those guys figure it out. And most of the teams that come here stay at the Marriott right downtown Provo. And, and um, you know, they have good catering and all that stuff. For me, it's like we're going to show them our, our, you know, what we can do on the field and play with as much sportsmanship as we can. And it's never perfect, but we want to do that as a, as a program and and see what happens after that. And uh, but I I don't want to make it too comfortable for them. Where on the field, it's all that's what matters the most. And I think if we show up at, at our best, then we have a good chance in in a lot of games. And, and I feel the same way this weekend. Lonnie Merton Hanks, he's the Pac-12's associate commissioner for football ops. He he made a statement over the weekend that they were going to look into potentially allowing. Pac-12 teams to play non-conference games. I wanted to ask you not specifically about that and scheduling, but how soon do you feel like you would need to find out that you were playing an opponent to feel like you're adequately prepared to play? Well, I guess that depends on whether we're on the road or at home. That that factors into it. And the timing for us is just, you know, we, we don't look past any opponent uh, other than that week. And so for me, get it done as soon as you can. So that gives us time to, when we're done with our, our, our current game, we can move on to scouting them and, and getting that done. I, I watched the Cal UCLA game on Sunday, you know, and, and, and that, that seemed like a quick turnaround. And I think it worked out for both teams to, to be able to get that game going. But 
uh, for us, if you want to get our best look, I think you have to give us a week of preparation. But I think it's the right thing to do on both sides, you know. So I don't know how you want to factor all that stuff. Between that, the travel, and everything that can go, um, I, I just, you know, Tom's asked me to get our guys ready to play every week, and that's that's my that's what I'm going to do. And so uh, if we get any news on anything, then we'll go from there. Okay. Martin Hanks, by the way, is a great 49er. Loved watching him play. It's my Niners. Um, just another question I had for you is I've seen Chandon Herring. He actually doesn't wear knee braces as an offensive lineman. Is this, I know a lot of, a lot of programs require these guys to wear those braces to protect them from injury. Why does he not wear it as a requirement or is it kind of an optional thing with you? Um, well, I think it's a requirement during practice. And then, uh, you know, I kind of let them figure out what, what's more, um, what they feel the most comfortable with. I believe in, in taking the, you know, the right measures to keep our guys safe. And then uh, we also want to be able to get some feedback from our training room and our equipment people and figure out what the best best uh, situation for them to play at. And so uh, there's a little bit of wiggle room. You know, I, I don't make all the quarterbacks wear a rib protector. I don't make all the linebackers wear, like, you know, forearm braces or anything. So that's that's kind of when you get into it, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a personal preference and I think it's important that we work with them you know all I know is we have certain equipment that we use and whether they're knee braces or other things like that or mouthpieces or whatever they may be I mean some guys like the custom fit mouthpieces other guys like that that binky looking thing that they like to wear and fit guy I just like to you know be able to breathe as much as I could but I think it's it's a it's a personal deal for those guys and and uh, but we have our certain brands that we believe in and uh, when it comes to equipment, we have those brands that we, we believe in. And then when it comes to our, you know, who sponsors us, that's all Nike. So that's all that matters to us. All right, let's take a question from Pat Kinahan. Coach, you got an opportunity to do something that this program hasn't done since you've gone independent. I know you're not going to like this question, but how much <laughs> should style points matter? I like winning. That's, I mean... I want to be at our best and then win the game and then whatever happens and however everybody evaluates it, that's that, that they can see it however they want. I think the most important thing for us is to be at our best this weekend. And, and uh, if that's stylish to everybody, great. But I've been not, I'm not a guy all about style. I'm like UPK. I don't have the, uh, the dress and the wardrobe to, to match it. Everything I wear is pretty much free. So uh comes to that stuff. If, if the team's looking at my style, then it's probably, you know, really, uh, really, I don't know how you say it, just normal. But if you're looking at like the way some of these other guys dressed and they'd be flashy, but in terms of football, we want to be at our best and whatever happens, whatever the scoreboard shows, I think if we're at our best, we can live with the results. Thank you. All right. Let's take another question from Jared Lloyd. Lonnie, you've talked about how the goal is continual improvement. I wanted to know, first of all, how you gauged that improvement from last week on the bye week, and then what you're going to look at as far as what, what you want to do for this week for this week's game. Yeah, well, from last week, I think so what happens is is a lot of times, because you know the, the end of the story, you know that when you win games, you sometimes overlook room for improvement. And when you, on the other side of things, when you lose games, you make a mountain out of a molehill. And so... 
Uh, you know, all of a sudden when you lose a game, that one play becomes so important. It's like in basketball, that one free throw that you missed cost the team the, 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 the game when you lost by one, right? So in football, to me, and in sports, I think that regardless of the win or the lose, we have, or, the, or the loss, we have to find a way to improve. And, um, and I think sometimes you, you make something bigger than it should be when you lose, and sometimes when you win, you over, overlook some things because you feel good about the outcome. I like to just keep it as simple as possible and try to just get better all the time, regardless of what the result of the game is. And I think if you have that approach, you're going to find ways to improve as quickly as possible. Um, there's a lot of things that we saw from the Boise game that we can improve on. And um, some of it's really frustrating for me as a coach, and some things uh, just need to be you know, addressed right away. But um, I think there's things that we can fix quickly from that turnaround to this game and, and throughout the week. There's, there's things on there, that the mistakes that we made that I think that are very fixable uh, with some practice and some focus from our players. And, and then, you know, I, I think I understand the mistakes do happen, but some of them are, some of them shouldn't happen. Let's just put it that way. And, and looking forward to us. So my goal is to try to get us to play a perfect game every week. And I hope we play one this weekend.